0: 6 uh, 630, and we're at Town Square Social for Coaches Night Out, 145 Public Square here in Lebanon, open for lunch and dinner. Seven days a week, we are upstairs. If you're at home, you want to come catch the back end of this show, come on. Uh, apparently, there's parking available. Cedar City Brewing Company is across the square at uh, 112 Public Square. They're also owned by Kyle and Cody, who uh, allow us this space to uh, have Coaches Night Out every Wednesday night during football season. Our sponsors include Advantage Roofing Contractors, LLC. That's Rob Painter and Donnie Sell. Daryl Tidwell, Loan Originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee. THW Insurance Services, LLC. The Salas Realty Group. Cumberland University Athletics and D.T. McCall & Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville. You're watching this show. It's on three different Facebook Live platforms, including Main Street Preps, The Wilson Post, and Blue Devil Broadcasting. You, you can also watch this show on Twitter via TB Sports 85 and on the Main Street Media TV app. Week three of high school football is upon us. Friday, September first, Columbia Academy at Friendship Christian at seven thirty. Everybody else is at 7. Watertown at Sequatchie County. Wilson Central at Laverne. Green Hill plays at Summit. Providence Christian travels to Mount Juliet Christian Academy. Mount Juliet at Gallatin in the first Region 4 6A game for those two teams. And Warren County comes to Lebanon again in the Region 4 6A opener. My guest to start the show, Chuck Gentry, head coach of the Lebanon Blue Devils. Chuck Tough one. Last week, you go to Upperman, you play a team that conceivably is going to go very deep in the Class 4A playoffs. Upperman kind of plays the kind of game where if they get a lead, they're going to choke that thing
1: down. Yeah, they did a uh, do a good job of running the football and play action pass. And, uh, you know, after being up 24-7 to at half, you know, they shortened the game on us and, uh, you know, we had a hard time getting off the field on third downs. And, you know, just uh, the, the, the score with the, their t- style of play was uh, definitely in their advantage after they uh, got up on those two scores. So
0: they scored 17 points in the, third, in the second quarter. 24-14 was the final. They scored 10 points in a space of about 40 seconds there, took advantage of a couple of and interceptions, turned those into points, you played much better in the second half, uh, but still the clock was working against you.
1: Yeah, you know, we uh, we didn't tackle well in the first half. We didn't block well in the first half. We didn't execute well in the first half. Uh, we didn't play uh, good companion football in the first half. We, we didn't do a lot of things good in the first half. Uh, you know, I had somebody ask me, what did you adjustments did you make at halftime and I said attitude adjustments. Uh and, and we came out and played harder. Played for each other, with each other and uh you know quit playing the blame game and, and you know, I don't know if you want to blame somebody blame me. Uh but uh you know we, we, we blocked and tackled a little better, executed much better. Uh quarterbacks and receivers kinda of got on the same page and, and and played better but uh you know when you're down, you know however many points we were down and you know, and they're choking that clock and hard, hard to get off the field and the clock's running, they're running the football and they're falling for four or five. You know, it's, it's, it's was not uh time conducive for us to do what we needed to do. And, uh, you know, uh, possibly could have kicked the, uh, field goal there, you know, fourth down and got more points on the board and then tried for the onside kick. But, uh, after what I said to our team at halftime, I said I wasn't kicking no, no field goals at any point, uh, just to prove a point. So, uh, you know, uh, where we talked about it on on the headsets and stuff. But uh, again, because of the circumstances of the game, we said I right, now we're going for it. Period. End of discussion.
0: Your quarterback, Casein Kincaid, wound up throwing 35 times, and that's kind of out of character for the way you want to play football. If you're throwing that much, you just look at the numbers, you must have been behind. Right. We were behind. And
1: now I will say this. A lot of those were to us run game. Yeah. You know, they're throwing, we're throwing the ball sideways, trying to get leverage and blockers and things like that. Maybe some jet sweep touches and stuff. But, uh, you know, 35 times, you know. uh, I talked to Jimmy Maynard on the phone Saturday morning, and he threw it forty, and I threw it thirty five and We've had years together where we didn't throw it that many the whole year, so uh we were uh not laughing about it by any means we were we were definitely discussing it, but uh you know it's just what what happened uh you know, having a hard time blocking them, they weren't moving those six, no matter what we did, so we said, okay, if you're not going to move them then that's what's being behind. Let's attack this a little bit
0: and that worked. You got the ball going downfield with that kind of lateral passing game. Well, we had
1: uh, you know two two long drives. One that ended in points in the second half, and one that you know we is on the whatever one yard line, one inch line at, at the end. But uh, again, you know, relatively probably two thirds of our offense come on those two drives, uh, and uh, you know it it, it was again. It was there, so we just uh, finally. I wasn't being stubborn and said, All right, let's, let's just do it. And yeah, not what we want to do all the time, we'd like to be able to block and, and, and get some movement in there. But uh, again, they said, Stack in the box, and we're gonna let's do it.
0: Well, and, and the run game, when it's successful, sets everything else up. And like you said, they committed six guys to the interior there in the box, and even with all your motion and shift. They didn't
1: come out. (laughs) No, you know know, they were again times they're nine in there. So uh, you know we just had to uh, had to go out uh, about it a little differently. And after watching the film, you know, possibly in the first first half, we probably should have done more of that and could have and
2: didn't at times.
0: Yeah, it came out. Um, Duke mm-hmm. we thought was pretty well beat up and, and maybe had a serious knee injury there seems to be better a, a better report on him after you've had a day or two to sit back and take a look at that
1: yeah uh, Brent went out and then uh, you know they come down after we scored and said they thought he tore his ACL uh, Jacob and the doctor both thought you know there's no endpoint and it doesn't feel good and uh got some tests done and it's just a, uh, just a hyper extension and, uh, you know, hopefully with a brace in a couple of weeks, he'll, he'll be back, but you know, hard anytime a senior gets hurt, especially when, if you were to get hurt, you know, for the year, but uh, luckily, you know, uh, Hopefully he'll be back in a couple of weeks.
0: Well, and and he's a guy when he's in the football game gives you an extra blocker at the point of attack.
1: Right. You know he was playing tight end and sniffer for us. Him and Andrew Hodge and Jack Kleiner, kind of three playing two positions. And uh, you know, uh, with with Brent, he's played a lot of football for us, and 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 he knows what to do and stuff. And and uh, you know when we lost him, it kind of made us a little different anyway. And then that contributed to to that, uh, number of passes. But, uh, you know, again, with the success they were having and the non-success that we were having, it kind of forced their hand
0: there. Does Kleiner and Hodge kind of take up that slack for that position?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, you know, uh, do a few different, different things, but yeah, it just means Jack may have to play a little bit more and less rest. And, uh, then, uh, you know, Hodge will be our, our sniffer and, and, and go forward. But, that, you know, that means he doesn't get as much work at tailback and all the stuff. And, you know, he's our next linebacker that goes in, too. So, if, you know, it's just a, a lot of moving parts to it. But, uh, you know, we'll make do. And, you know, we am next man up until then.
0: Nixon punted the crap out of the football. I want to say three punts for over an average of 47-something per punt. He was, he was really booming. Well, uh, you know, uh,
1: they asked me who our statistical player of the game was, and I said, you know, Cameron Nixon, three punts, uh, 40, 47.9, I think is what it was. Uh, you know, two touchbacks, you know, hit a field goal. Uh, I mean, I hit both of his extra points and, you know, just the way, way, way it rolls. Warren County comes in.
0: Has your practice this week been more geared toward Lebanon? I mean, you got a region game coming up. You got to get ready for Warren County and what they do. But you had some work to do on yourself.
1: Well, yeah, you know, like I said, when I told them to blame somebody, blame me, and we went back to blocking and tackling and and doing some fundamental things this week to be uh, more worried about us than uh, Warren County. Nothing against Warren County, but. Uh, it doesn't matter if we was playing the Green Bay Packers, we still had to block and tackle and uh that's what we did. We, you know, we went full gear Monday, Tuesday and long practices and uh, you know, taking to the ground as as hard as we can, several tackling stations, live tackling stations, several live blocking periods and so uh inside drill, you know, just the, the things that have to be done that, you know, I told our kids there's no easy way about it. Football is a physical game and we gotta get more physical. And we gotta block more physical and tackle more physical.
0: Looking at the film, did that register with them on on what you were trying to get across? It did. It
1: did. I, I actually think Tommy it uh it registered at halftime. Uh again, you know, I'm I'm not one to uh to throw major tantrums and fits and, and I didn't do it a lot to the whole team, but we had some individual soul searching and, and Discussions, and then I know Coach Pride and his bunch had a defensive discussion. Then we had a team discussion, and uh, you know I think the only positive that that came out of other night, uh, you know, from my book is, all right, we responded. We responded in the second half because, you know, you know you're down 24 to seven, and no momentum is your way. Right. One of the one of the two things that's going to happen is either you're going to respond or you're going to lay down. And I felt, like, I felt like we fought uh, really hard, and, and we didn't play, play great, but we, the effort and the attitude and the want to was there. And as long as we got that,
0: then we can, we can fix the problems. Warren County comes in one and one. Uh, they won their season opener against a pretty good decab team then lost last week to White County in a game I think was just one score. What do you know about the Pioneers coming in?
1: Well, there's a mixture there. They've played a lot of seniors but a lot of sophomores also. And uh, so they're kind of a young team, inexperienced. Uh, run. Uh, he made a hire. Uh, Coach Harris went over from Oakland, and he's running his offense. And so the offense will look a lot like Oakland. One, one minute it's wing T, the next minute it's – wing twins, spread doubles, you know, double tight, you know, uh, flanker set and running power and, and, and stuff like that. So there's a, a large prep that goes into it. But uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of the similarities that, that we see when you're prepping for Oakland uh, just, uh, I don't think that they quite have the Jimmys and Joes uh, that that Oakland does, but uh, you know, it's, it's, hard prep for for our defensive staff and then you know they're they're a, a, a fifty front and a four forty front four two five and so we're having to block two different fronts and knowing where the where the overhang is where the pressures coming from what what the calls are so that makes us be a little more attentive than just blocking the same defense over and over and over again and so hopefully we can uh you know get that uh, get those things straightened out and 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 get you know positive. You know, from from both sides of the football, and, and maybe our mm-hmm. offense and defense can catch up with their special teams, who, who had a pretty good week last week.
0: Speaking of special teams, I don't want this to get away without mentioning that uh, Stafford blocked that punt that set up that first touchdown. And I don't know where he came from, but he wound up coming right up the middle and getting it. Did he start on on the edge uh, and kind of? No, work his I way think in? He,
1: I think Coach Williams had it lined up that he was coming through a gap on the right. And Crowell was A gap on the left and Binkard was uh maybe maybe one of the two, but it's from the A gaps and he, he squirted through there and him and Key were both back there and he uh Juwan ended up blocking it, which uh gave us the momentum and, and then on the second play there Shaw busted uh the power on the cut back and, and a good run, good individual effort after he got through the initial line of scrimmage and set it up and you know, our special teams has been been doing doing well for us and uh, hopefully they can continue that
0: when you said special teams i wanted to mention that but going back to warren county for a second in all that spread that they would run the 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 run game is a basically a wing t scheme blocking they're blocking it the same way they're just giving you a different look
1: yeah they're uh you know they're they're still blocking wing t they're running uh you know, they're running jet sweep, they're running a little belly, some some uh, buck, uh but for the most part it's the stuff that we've seen and, and are familiar with. The just the question is is being able to get in the right defense with the right formation with the right call, everybody being on the same page and, and then the the
0: eye candy of reading reading their uh keys when we need to. Uh, again it boils down to how Lebanon plays, how you block, how you tackle. That, that's going to tell a lot about every game you're in this year.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, as we all know, you know, uh, uh, not a young football team, but an inexperienced football team. And we're, we've got a lot of young men out there that are wet behind the ears that are still playing their first two or three snaps of football. And some of the ones that played a lot of football is playing a new position. So, uh, you know, it – you know, we are are going to take some lumps, and you know, I, I told them today. You know, those guys that are getting paid millions of dollars in the NFL mess up. They miss blocks, they miss tackles, they get beat deep, they drop balls, they throw interceptions, they miss kicks. All of that happens. The question is, how do you handle yourself? How do you respond to that? When, when when something doesn't go your way? How do you handle it? And and you know, in today's world, that you know, 14 to 18 year olds are sometimes different. You know sometimes it's not my fault. sometimes it is my fault and the sky is falling. sometimes they go it goes in one end and out the other and they ain't afraid to make it, the same mistake again. you know uh, but there, there's a a lot of, of it is is how do you respond and you know I just told our football team the last words I said to our varsity football team was the city of Lebanon wants to know how you're going to respond. You didn't play well, you didn't win. Four A team, yes, they're going to be good, but uh, I think a lot of people saw well Upland Four A, you should win, and I think a lot of our kids thought Upperman Four A, we're going to win, and I tried to tell them, guys, this is a really, really good football team. I mean, they're talking about going fifteen and zero, and unless you're a pretty good football team, you don't make those statements, right. you know. And, and they are expecting to uh, kind of run the table or, or be there in the end, and I expect, uh, you know, quarterfinal, semifinal. State state championship game for that bunch if they stay healthy and and the trajectory is there. So uh, you know, but how do how do you respond to that? And uh, you know, we've been on the other side where we've had win streaks. We've been on the side where we we've lost games that we felt like we shouldn't. But here we are with this bunch, and and, you know, it's early. You know, uh, I'm looking at it as that we're going to respond, and it's a positive, and and. It happened now for a reason, and let's, let's fix it and go on and don't – the sky's not falling, but definitely, uh, you know, you, we're looking up. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. But, uh, you know, I, I've i had two or three people tell me, you're, you're a lot more critical of your football team than you need to be. But, uh, you know, that's my job
0: to be well, critical. Well, you live with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: you're there. It's my job to be critical, and I'm not going to pat them on the back. And, you know, if, if they mess up, we're going to coach them. And – you know, it's it's one of those things and uh you know, sometimes you need to be yelled at, sometimes you need to be told you're wrong, sometimes you need to just listen and say yes, sir, and then and, and go on and, and learn how to respond when something go your way. And then hopefully we've done that and hopefully uh the next time something bad happens we respond to it in a in a in a better manner and we, we pick each other up and we're not pointing fingers and we're not, you know, falling apart at the seams and it takes uh You know, I I was uh, coming off the field at halftime, and Jacob said, there's a storm coming and everything else. And I said, you're 100% right. It just hit us in the face. (laughs) So, uh, you know, we've got to fix it and go. But I was proud of the fact that we we responded, and some of the individuals that I had conversations with and we talked to played much better in the second half.
0: You've been on that yellow bus for two straight weeks to be able to come – Back and play at home, be a little more comfortable in your environment. That's got to be that's got to be a positive. Well, you know we are uh,
1: the the. I don't mind getting on the bus because I'm gonna leave here and go hang signs and they're painting the field and Coach Brady is probably mowing again and all the stuff that goes into it. But uh, there's nothing like being at home. Uh, you know it's you know I tell our kids all the time when you get to walk down that pride walk in that blue and white checkered and those sirens are going and those little kids are wanting to give you five and the bands playing and this crowd, you know, from, from the band down is full. You know, it's, it's a special moment. I you don't, you don't feel that, you know, your hairs on your arms stand up in the back of your neck and, and it's, it's, it's special. And to, to experience that for the first time and, you know, uh you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, like I said, you only get five of those. Yeah. Five of them guaranteed and, and whatever else happens and it's, uh, you know, you don't know how special it is till you get our age and you can't do it no more and, you know, you look back and say, boy, I had it made and, uh, you know, they're, hopefully they understand, they all understand all the prep that goes into it, you know, with getting the field ready and the program and the signs and the banners and the band and the cheerleaders and the parents and all the stuff that goes in there for those five games. And, and, you know, and again, like I told them, those guys are going to be up there waiting to see for us to respond. And, you know, the student section and and I think it's a frat something Friday night. And, and, you know, just the uh, have support of your peers walking down that pride walk with the kids you grew up with. You know, with Lebanon on the front of other, you, you know, it's just different and something, something special about it. And uh, you know, that's anywhere on a Friday night. You know, or, I think uh, that youth football
0: bunch is going to be there that night as well. Uh, right?
1: there's going. We're having Jersey Night. Anybody eighth grade and under who wears a jersey gets in free. And so, our, uh, you know, our, I expect our Lebanon youth football people to be there. I expect Walter J. Winfrey Bryant. Uh, the Wilson County team. I expect to, you know all the LSSD elementary schools that uh, whether it's a Titans jersey, they can put on a Colton Dow jersey or or uh, you know a Tennessee jersey, Vanderbilt jersey, a Lebanon jersey, whatever jersey they want, they're gonna let them in free, and then uh, we're gonna let them run out with the team uh, before the team starts and and go. And so we'll we'll just see, just trying to get uh, everybody excited about its football time in Lebanon and then. You know,
0: come to the game for free and
1: wear your favorite jersey and have a little fun.
0: You mentioned Colton Dow, his dad, Chris, a great friend of yours. What does that mean for football in Wilson County that, that a local kid has made the 53-man roster?
1: Well, you know, I, I've known Chris for a long time, and I call him, you know, Chief. He was one of the first people that called me when this job came open and said, hey, we need to talk, and uh, – you know, the last couple of years, he's not been on the sideline as much, but he's a part of us. And, uh, you know, to have a, a young man to come through, you know, whatever, wherever he went and then, you know, played the south side on the county team and then Wilson Central and then UT Martin and then to be drafted by the Titans and to make the roster, I mean, says a lot about his his character, his work ethic, his athletic ability, the time and effort that he's put into it, that his family's put into it. And, you know, uh Wilson Central alum, I know they're proud of it. We're, you know, we're proud for them. but it lets you know that uh, a kid from Lemden, Tennessee, has a shot. And 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 you can't, you know, hard work and doing things the right way and acting right and doing right, the sky's the limit. You know, it's just like uh, Zion Log, you know, with with OTA and Coach Job. You know, he's just a kid from Lemden. Yeah. And Colton Dow is just a kid from. Lebanon, took crossroads, however you want to say it, but uh, you know, there you know we, we we laugh and say, you know, Wilson County has ballers too. And 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 you know, it doesn't matter where you're from, if you can play they'll find you. And and Colton is a uh, example of that, wasn't highly recruited. Matter of fact, I I may be wrong about this, but I think I, I've heard his dad and him tell me that he caught two balls as a junior. Yeah. Two football passes as a junior. And then he just made the fifty three man roster as a wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. So uh, you know, you never know, your story's never written, it's never over. As long as you just keep pushing, chopping, what as we call it, and, and doing things the right way, you know, uh it'll work out for you. And, you know, whether it's a it's a cup of coffee in the NFL or a ten year career, you know, it's it's it is special a- at this time. You know, I told Chief yesterday, Congratulations and I know who's buying my chicken the next time we go out. <laughs> And I said, "You ain't got to pay for him anymore, so you can buy mine
0: Five Oaks Golf and Country Club has come on board as a sponsor for lebanon football and and that's that's a good association for your program and with five Oaks yes we uh you know Five Oaks Country Club has come on we' you know, bought some signage
1: and some some video stuff for from us and 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 being wanting wanting to be a part of the lebanon community wanting wanting our coaches and people to understand that they're there, you know, nice golf course. Uh, I'm not a golfer, I'm a hacker, but, you know, there's some of us that, some of us that are, but, you know, we appreciate them and appreciate the opportunity to partner with them and, uh, you know, uh, to be able to uh, put their sign on the field just like all the others supported. I I hung over 50 signs today and uh, we've got a lot of people that support us. And, you know, there's a thing going on on Facebook right now saying that when you're at your kid's ball game, look at the people who have signs, and on the video board, that's who you need to support and shop local. And, and again, there's been a, a lot of people that support us, and we're we're proud to put those signs up and partner with people, whether it's family medical with, with, with chocolate milk or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Kenny Silas and Tim Leaper and Zaxby's who's supported us for a long time or whether it's, you know, Five, five Oaks or... Uh, Southeast Impressions, all the people that that throw in Rackley Roofing, you know, all the people that's thrown in to, and help any time that we call and say, yeah, what do you need? You know, Bonnie Ryan reached out to me at the very first when I first got here, and she said, what can I do? How can I be a part? And you know, we came up with the game day shirts, and this is year seven, and you know, that's the new new thing when when it gets close to football time. What's the game day shirt look like? What's it what's it gonna be? When you gonna start selling them? And and you know we get a kick out of that to see all right how I many is going to buy them you know and and stuff like that and and you know we went as far as putting the numbers on them this year so the kids uh, all right that's yours and we know it's yours and and stuff because they like them and want them and cherish them but the 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 things the community does for us is is unheard of the people that feed us you know all the time and and the people that have, come and speak to us and fed us for years and stuff. And, and again, the support is unreal. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of calls from a lot of other coaches. Coach, what are you doing? How are you doing? it? And and it's all because the community at Lebanon has brought in. And, you know, we say thank you and hope that they'll keep doing that because it takes a village. It takes a lot of money. But also,
0: you know, we appreciate it and, and we want the best for our young men. Meals this week sponsored by Greg Landers. That's the Thursday meal. The Journey Church sponsors the Friday meal. Chuck's already mentioned the chocolate milk that Shop Springs provides through the sponsorship of Family Medical Associates and Pediatrics. Kick off 7 o'clock Friday night at uh, Tribble Field Watkins Stadium. Uh, season tickets are still available at the school office during the regular business hours. You can go by and get those. All advanced tickets sold through-season tickets go directly to the football program. Uh, Lebanon accepts cash at the gate, and they accept the the GoFan, and the link is out there. You can go uh, through GoFan and probably save a buck in doing that, but they'll also take cold, hard cash. Chuck, thanks for the visit as always. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you on Friday night. Thank you, Tommy. Chuck Gentry, head coach at Lebanon High with us on the first segment of Coach's Night Out. We'll be back with more right after these messages. The second second segment of Coach's Night Out here at Town Square Social. Again, my sponsors for this program include D.T. McCall & Sons, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, Lebanon, Cookville, Cumberland University Athletics, THW Insurance Services, LLC, the Salus Realty Group, Daryl Tidwell, Loan Originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee, and Advantage Roofing Contractors, LLC, Rob Painter, and Donnie Self. Tim Mathis, head coach at Cumberland, with us here in segment number two of three. Tim, a tough one. The loss, twenty-seven to nothing, to Union, Kentucky, in the home opener, the season opener. And once things started taking that downward slope for Cumberland, Union got the feeling it, and they got they got the juice going, didn't they?
2: Yeah, I mean that's it it was a matter of. They didn't want you know they they wanted it they and and the, we gave them confidence um, and gave them momentum that that you just couldn't get back, you couldn't grab it back and we get stuff going It's like you take a step or two forward and then take us three or four steps back, we couldn't never get a rhythm of anything and just <laughs> offensively it just you know. We didn't get a rhythm throwing the ball, um, rushing too many things, not staying in the pocket. Really, he got real gunshot and 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 wouldn't stay in the pocket, and really made sometimes made the linemen look bad. And they were blocking well. He just stays in the pocket, and there were people there were people open, but it just it just started snowballing, and 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 you know we didn't we didn't get out of. We did, you know, look in when you watch the film and stuff. We did do some good things. So I, you know, we ran the ball good. I think we should have stayed a little more patient with the run game um, and just, you know, just kept trying to grind that because that, that is our strength. And, and uh, hopefully we learned our lesson in that and, and, and can build off of that because, you know, we we are able to run the ball if, if if we do what we're supposed to do. we got some guys back there that can run the ball.
0: Well, again, the, the film – doesn't lie, and you're able to go back and take a look, and, and coaches look at it and maybe have an aha moment, and then pass that on to their to their position groups. Right, and, and 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 even the
2: big thing about snowball, like the first play of the game that happened, a fluke thing, it goes off somebody's helmet and, and is intercepted. But you got to, that's got to be forgotten, and they didn't forget. You know, didn't even, you know, even. As coaches, you're, you're sitting there two or three series later, still complaining about it. Went off somebody's head. You gotta get over it. Yeah. And you got you got to, and I think that was a, a lesson learned too. Bad things are gonna happen. It's how you it's how you react to bad things, and that's what we didn't react to bad things uh, last Saturday. But we've had, you know, that's one thing that I harped on since our meetings on Sunday is 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 you gotta have fight. Bad things are going to happen. The biggest thing that's got to happen is you got to fight. And and you know it's this isn't about players. It's about you know coaches too. That you have to have if something's not working, you got to have a plan B. You got to have. You can't just keep trying the same thing if it's not working. And and you know we definitely got that across. And we've had two great practices since then.
0: That's good. And so the guys have. Responded and, and you've seen it on the practice. Game. Yes, and they have, and, and and
2: we've really zoned in on, and that's one of the things that I've stressed is we have to do, Cumberland football has to do, you can't ask kids to do things that maybe they can't do. We got to concentrate on things we can do and our kids can do so they can be successful. If you're trying to do things that we can't do, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter. You can say, Well, it's sure that's great. Everything works on paper. Can your kids execute what we're trying to do? And I think we've done a better job of making sure we're doing what we need to do.
0: And and it it kind of bled all over the place. I mean, special teams, you had a punt block, three interceptions, uh gave up a couple of big plays in the passing game, That it came close to making plays on those and I, I remember one the 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 long pass down your boundary. Kid, the quarterback kind of got outside containment and threw it up, and there it went.
2: Right, and, and that's you know two or, or even early in the game, two or three of the completions, if they would have been made, it'd have been a different game. But it wasn't. Yeah, and, and you have to overcome those things. It's it you have you have to just keep. You got to have faith in what was going on, and and part of that to me again is is the coaching of it is, is you got to make them believe that it's going to work. And, you know, I'm not sure that, that as coaches we did a good job as the game went on of, of making them believe, hey, we're still, because like you just said, we had two or three passes right there that that, I mean, inches away from being, from being, you know, where they needed to be, but it's just, it's got to be a belief and, and, and also a belief in this is what we can do. Let's get great at this. This, And I think that's what, with these two good prats, that's what we've done this week. We know this is what we can do. So this, and, and you know, defensively, uh, offense put them with some interceptions and stuff in some bad spots in the block punt, but they really only gave up to Union never drove on us. Right. Right, and so the defense played well. They were just on the field too. Long. We can't keep them on the field that long. And it, in modern day football, you can't keep people out of the end zone if, if your defense is going to be on the field all game. So, you know, we got to just make them have less, threat, you know, less snaps on defense, and we'll be okay. Which means
0: you've got to have we more offensive, have snaps. offensive snaps. We got to have. Weber International is up next. You got to make that long trip Mm -hmm. to Florida. Talk about let's talk about logistically first. How are you going to get there?
2: We leave tomorrow um, evening. Um, Spend a night in Valdosta. Power's (laughs) supposed to be back on there in the hotel there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, I think I think the hurricane really hit Valdosta pretty good as far as the rain and wind. I know just you know trying to feed them the. I can't even call the subway right now because all the phones are down in Valdosta. So I don't know when we get on the bus Friday after we leave the hotel, if we have our sub sandwiches or not because I can't, you know. So all that logistical stuff you got to worry, you know, you don't think you have to worry about, but you do have to worry about. But it's not bad. Lake Wells didn't really get 40 miles south of Orlando. So it's not – it didn't really get a lot of – um damage or anything so everything's okay once we get down there it's just a matter of getting through Valdosta tomorrow night and um so I guess leave
0: Lebanon late late
2: drive all night we'll drive we'll get there around midnight or so okay Valdosta spend a night there get up eat breakfast we're gonna uh do a walk through at Lowndes County High School which is right on the interstate for getting Florida down there at Valdosta they have an indoor facility we're going to use um and then it's like a three-and-a-half-hour trip down to, we're going to stay just south of, we're basically staying right near the Disney World Resort in Kissimmee, uh, Florida, and it's about 40 minutes away from uh, Lake Wells, so we'll be about a 40-minute drive that Saturday morning, so that'll be perfect.
0: You've had the film swap. What do you see when you look at Weber International? It, they don't
2: look as big as they were last year, but they they have a lot of speed. You know, they're in Florida, and they have they've got some speed guys, but um you know, part of it they their first game was against St Andrews and and they were kind of a beneficiary of a lot of bad special teams play by I think St Andrews snapped the ball over the punter's head three or four times. So, you know, some but to their credit, obviously you take advantage of that and and and, and everything, but they haven't It's the same team we faced last year, as far as offense and defense. So, you know, we definitely feel like we know what they're going to do. And, and, you know, if if I'm Weber, I'm running what Union ran on defense. And I just, and they do have a similar type of defense. So, which can be to our advantage too. We, you know, we played against that defense last week. But they're, they're, odd man front. (laughs) they'll get either three four or three three type looks and um
0: or
2: you know, spread. I mean they kind of run a lot what we run on offense. So um it's just a matter of I and boils down we, we just gotta execute we'll be a good football team if we ask, execute.
0: And I I guess in the final analysis, Tim it, it all boils down to what Cumberland does. We
2: we have to we have to take care of Cumberland I, I believe that in the heart and soul that if we'll take care of, uh, of of Cumberland we'll we'll have a great chance of of being in this football. I'm,
0: I made a point to go to the uh, recruiting pavilion. got there a little early, went down there, hung out, visited with some folks. Good group of prospective players mm-hmm. in there, and then some of the uh, former players got in there, mingled around a little bit that's really going to be a positive for your game day. It
2: is. It's, it's, it's super nice. And, and you know, they, they, they did it right. And, and, and it's, it's, it's so nice to have, and, you know, nowhere else they go around any of the schools around us. Nobody else is going to have anything that nice. And, and, and Garrett that, that helps us run it. Former player, Garrett Hall, he does a tremendous job of, of, of setting up all the, the meals and stuff and, and treating our recruits, uh, yeah, he right was kind of the host of He's that a, thing. Yeah. He kinda runs it for us and he does a tremendous job of making them feel at home and they they always say they have since we've been here because we fed them. you know, no, nobody else feeds them. And that's one thing that we've always done and it that it, it, it makes the experience great.
0: And recruiting is a twelve month of the year. Kind of deal it? you have to stay on top and, and building relationships
2: you have to every i mean it, it never you're you're exactly right when you say it's a 12. it doesn't stop people think oh your recruiting's over it's you know you just especially at our level when, when part of it is is the numbers you have to have you never can stop the recruiting process because you know you're always you're going to have some guys that that turn over or whatever, but you're always going to have and you got to get the next group yeah. to come in so never, never is
0: now that the kids are in class and it becomes more of a routine that you you've got them you you feel like as the the season goes along that uh kind of a more of a sense of normalcy about. Practice preparation. When you've got the kids, it, sort of it,
2: it is. It gets. It's actually a good routine. It is a good routine because now they are in a certain schedule. I've got class, class, you know, class this time, this this day or whatever. I've got practice this time, this day. So it does become. It, it becomes more normal than what what preseason is, where it's just more or less, you know football or meetings all the time. It makes it a lot more. It does make a lot more. more. Money.
0: Did you come out of that game with union fairly healthy? I, I didn't see anybody. Get I think guy. so. We
2: got a couple, we got one or two guys that are still maybe iffy, iffy, but nobody, we definitely didn't lose anybody that's going to be out for any extended time. Um, and, you Been know, able
0: to play a lot of guys.
2: We were. And, you know, good, you know, good news too is, uh, on the offensive line front, Mitchell Bear will get to play some. He finally started okay. practicing this week, so he's going to get to play some snaps. we are obviously going to ease him back into it. and So he's going to start playing. Do
0: you like him at guard?
2: Yeah, he's going to be guard. Trey, Trey uh, Trayvon Wiggins played for us last week's time at tackle, so having both of them in is going to be a huge difference.
0: A couple of big bodies. The real big
2: bodies. That It'll it, be a huge difference for us on the line that, that'll make a difference. And they'll give us – part of it, too, is is give us a rotation that we've never had. We've never been able to sub guys. It's, it's always been you're playing with these offensive linemen and you hold your breath and hope they don't get hurt. But now we're going to have where we can rotate some guys. So it's, it is – it's it's nice to be getting him back. And, hit, you know, we're going to ease him back into it with his knee where he's not – he won't be starting or anything, but he'll get to play some against whoever, which will be a huge help.
0: Well, in a perfect mm-hmm. world, get some snaps, get somebody off, get him a little rest, get him get him in there, and then hopefully build that up as right. the season goes along. It,
2: it definitely it's definitely going to be a plus because that we're going to end up having where we can play, you know. Eight, eight, eight or so, or nine possible offensive linemen, which is which is going to be hit. a big. Yeah. It's a big deal that that we haven't had, and, and we got to lean on that. It. That's kind of going back to what I said about okay, our our best position group probably as a whole is our offensive line. So let's lean on the offensive line and, and make something with our with our running backs.
0: You had a really good crowd there. I know, and you said in your post-game radio show that that, that was kind of disappointing. You had the good crowd there. You had, people really jazzed up. Had a lot of things going on, and 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 Cumberland didn't play good football on Saturday. Uh, you want to when you get a crowd like in there, you want to show them.
2: Something. We we do, and and my, you know, and we're gonna we're gonna make that right. And that's what we're going to do. We're, we'll start that this weekend. So when we come back, and in, in I guess three weeks, yeah, because we'll have off week. That you know we want that same crowd there because we're going to show them that that's not who we were. And you know that it was it was my biggest disappointment because we've always that's the great thing about the Lebanon and Cumberland University is they've always supported us and we've always had great crowds and. and and that's not who we were. And that was, that was one of my biggest disappointments was to to go into that game and, and, and disappoint that crowd because I'm sure they were disappointed.
0: Yeah. Tim, I, I know you guys are going to get them ready to go. Uh, again, going deep into the middle of Florida is not an easy task. You've, you've done it before mm-hmm. with your football team. Going to Weber International uh, Saturday, that game will be – on the WANT, WCOR, and the live stream, I think, as well, right?
2: But they should be live streaming yes.
0: Okay. Well, best of luck and have a good trip, okay? Thank
2: you. Go Phoenix.
0: Tim Mathis, head coach of Cumberland, with us here on the second segment. We'll be back with more on Coach's Night Out after these words. Segment of the show: Tommy Bryan, along with John McNeil, head coach at Friendship Christian. Let me run through my sponsors: Advantage Roofing Contractors LLC, Donny Self and Rob Painter, Daryl Tidwell, loan originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee, The Salus Realty Group, 120 Public Square, Lebanon, THW Insurance Services, Cumberland University Athletics, and DT McCall and Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville. Uh, this week's schedule, Columbia Academy at Friendship Christian. That's a 730 kickoff at Pearl Field, Watertown at Sequatchie County, Wilson Central at Laverne, Green Hill at Summit, Providence Christian at Mount Juliet Christian Academy, Mount Juliet at Gallatin, and Warren County at Lebanon. That's the high school schedule. John, your football team's two and O, oh, coming off an outstanding win in kind of a hostile environment at Donaldson Christian Academy, uh, 35-13 I think was the score. And number five for you, Tyson Walcott, doesn't have an S on his chest, but he very well could be. That guy is amazing, depending upon whose stats you're looking at, 296 or 305, four touchdowns. He's a he's a wrestler. He's a fighter, and I think that kind of talks about the kind of football
3: player he is. Well, I mean, Tyson's been our guy for several years. <clears throat> but he here's what I and I tell people all the time, and I love all the guys. I think they all, but Tyson's mentality of practice is all out, offense all out, defense all out. The the guy never lets up, and I you know. He's just a warrior. It was funny because we, and at a timeout, we were standing, me, Tyson, and uh, an official. And the official looked down and said, dude, I love watching you run. He goes, you're one of the best backs I've seen. And, uh, you know, now, he knows the line has to do a lot, and the line has done very well. But he's just, I mean, I, I just, I love coaching that type that loves practice, loves games, and it doesn't matter what he does, it's all out.
0: He doesn't need much of a block. You've gotta get in his way and get somebody screened. He's got a chance.
3: Yeah, and that's what we talk to our guys. He makes it easy on you. I mean you don't have to dominate the line of scrimmage. You just gotta control the line of scrimmage. And um you know it's it's a, it's a situation that we knew Tyson coming in, we were gonna be young in the line or inexperienced. Um uh, the guys that did come back was really has gotten you know, bigger and stronger, and then the guys that have come in. So we filled some spots there that we really felt good. We've got – feel like some good positions in our wideouts with good speed. The Luke is coming along. Is quarterback. Luke Sowers, quarterback quarterback. Um, you know, so defensively, once again, uh, they do get most of practice time, so I expect them to, to not make us have to score as much. So we've always said Coach Lowe gets, you know, uh, about 75% of practice time. Yeah. I get about 25 unless. less – special teams, and I lose part of my 25. But uh, defensively, once again, has been very good, uh, the two games we had. And the thing about Tyson, and one thing I will not do, and I, and look, I'm not calling out any coaches, but if you do it, you know it. So the first game he had 200 yards or whatever in first half. He never ran the ball in the second half. A lot of times people will let somebody run again in the second half, build up <clears throat> another hundred yards or whatever just for stats. Yeah. And I hate that because it costs people like Tyson, who is one of the best running backs, Cause he may not have as many yards because I'm not going to do that. Right. But one, I don't want to get him hurt. He's more valuable for me down the road. And you know, last week now it showed he had 300 yards from the standpoint, he had to run the ball from start to finish. So, you know, um, I just think we're coming, you know, people ask, well, what do you think? Week one, I had some things answered. Um, Week two was a tough matchup with a, a big rival with DCA. Uh, some more things were answered, answered. And this week, you know, people asked, well, what about Columbia Academy? They got a good ball cut, but I'm more worried
0: about us. You know, are we going to improve from last week? That's kind of been the theme with both coaches we've had on and now with you. It, it, when it boils down to is how you play on Friday night, and, and a lot of that comes with how you practice during the week. You know, and the part of the problem is,
3: I've said this year after year for a long time, high school kids have to learn offense, defense, special teams. So, you know, a practice today, you go 45 minutes to an hour defense, then you got 20, 30 minutes on special team. And the time I I got them today on offense, you know, it's kind of hard. They've kind of lost some of that attention, and and, uh, it makes it a little harder. But it takes a lot you know, to to do that. They have to know as much stuff on defense as they do now coming on offense. So, you know, I respect what they have to do to to
0: learn the game and to execute at a high level. Your offensive line has provided some room for Tyson to run the football, and Sean Cavin coaches that offensive line bunch. He's done a great job through the years for you. Sean and I have been together,
3: Coach Lowe and I. <clears throat> I'd say Coach Lowe's probably been with me the longest. Coach Cavin's been with me. Uh, is my O line coach. Uh, we've been together for baseball. He's my pitching coach, so you know a lot of things that me and him share and, and do. And um, you know, I don't very seldom do I talk to him about that. Um, he takes care of the line, and and uh, you know I trust what he does. We've had success over the years, so um, I'm lucky to have a coaching staff that uh, honestly, this year it's a it's unbelievable. The, the quality. We have more coaches than we ever had. First time we've had more in the building. I, I was getting ready to say because that. Because we have only, the yeah, the yeah. building, we have three new ki- got coaches in the building. And really, it was just Coach Lowe and I. And Coach Johnson is, is invaluable as far as a football operation. Nobody does anything like, you know, he does. He does all the stuff that nobody else wants to do. But uh, Coach Kitchell came on board from Mount Jewett Christian. Coach Lovelace. You know, we hired him as a history teacher. And then Coach Schroeders, who played for me, came back uh, from Boyd Buchanan. And um, I got other coaches there on the staff that all played for me. So, you know, it's exciting to to see them coaching now and also see their kids running around like they got to see my kids running around.
0: Well, and they know you. You know them. And there's that built-in trust factor. Uh, I know... They understand when when you say this is the way it's going to be, that's the way it's going to be.
3: Well, I had a coach come in today, and he is new, and he's doing a great job. But he um, <clears throat> he was almost like, hey, can I, I want to throw something at you. And I mean, you know, if you don't like it, just tell me. I said, oh, I will. I mean, not in a bad way, but I mean, right. I want to hear it. I yeah. mean, I may like it. So, you know, I want opinions. The, the hard thing, not with us, but I think in today's is throw something out at me. In the end, though, I have to make the final decision. Absolutely. Very seldom do I say anything to Coach Lowe, but I have. When I do, he listens. I mean, he understands, but very seldom do I get, you know, in his way. But but in the end, somebody has to make a final decision. And I, And young coaches sometimes need to learn from this, that it's not personal. When a coach decides not to do something that, you as an assistant suggest does not mean you don't know how to coach. It doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. It just means that head coach doesn't think it fits what they're doing. And it may be great in another system, another scheme, may be great somewhere else. But you want your coaches to expand and go, okay, what's best for our team? And and that's what we try to do,
0: and that's what we're trying to teach our, our coaches. Look at the big picture of what we're capable of doing as Tyson's numbers continue to go up, you know, you're going to see more people in the box, mm-hmm. but with Luke and some of the receivers that you've got, you've got a, you've got a chance to make some plays on the outside. If they continue to, to stack it up inside. And we feel like we do. And we,
3: you know, coach Kevin and I had a conversation early or early on about, <clears throat> we're a little bit bigger, probably not as quick. I think it might have been actually the first scrimmage. We talked about going foot to foot, which is usually wing takes stuff, but we're not. Right. We dropped back to short pistol, three and a half yards, um, just to, when we're zone blocking, not to give up any of the gaps and let Tyson just find it. And it's worked and it's been very well. But we got to have the success on the outside, too. Because, like I said, last week, almost every tackle in the second half was by a safety. But, we're also winning, yeah. and he's already picked up five yards, and he might just break it off at safety. So what people don't understand is they might have been asking us to throw, but I didn't need to. Yeah. There's there's a difference. Um, <clears throat> you take an example last, last year against USA. You know, everybody's like, they're rushing to eight. I mean, they're bringing eight. Why don't you throw it? Well, we're picking up yards with eight coming. If I try to throw it and they sack us, then I'm, I mean, why would I do that? Yeah, you're that? behind the chains yeah. then. I mean, it's harder to block eight coming past it than it is to try to run because you ain't got to run it all eight of them. And so, you know, it's just the concept of what what you're able to do. And I know people are over there and they'll be like, man, why don't you throw it? We need to throw it. We got up 21 nothing. It was hot. People yeah. were going in and out. It was doing that. Get the clock running. You know, we do want to throw it. We will throw it some. We're not afraid to do that. But... It's in the stands, and and look, don't get me wrong, I get it. It's a selfish thing. If I was running back dead, I want to run it. If I was a quarterback dead, I want to throw it, receiver, I get that. That's not an issue. My job is to win games, Yeah. and that's what we do. Last year in the semis, we didn't throw the ball hardly any. We threw four touchdown passes in the finals. So, you know, that's just kind of the concept that I feel like we owe the kids.
0: What do you know about Columbia Academy? They come to your place, 7.30 kickoff on Friday night. Tell us about those guys.
3: I mean, they'll be big. They'll be the biggest team we faced uh, up front. They've got some good athletes. Um, you know, they run similar what we've seen so far uh, in a couple, one scrimmage in a, in a game. So Coach Lowe's, you know, familiar with some of it. They still have, uh, you know, some other things that we've had to work on. As far as uh, defense, they're, I'm sure they're going to, they're are a forty, so we haven't seen a forty up to this point. Um, so, you know, we're just we're excited about our first home game against a very very good team.
0: I got their roster earlier today. They don't have a lot of kids dressed out. They, I, I don't know that they've got as many as you've got. Now,
3: I don't know about that, but maybe you didn't turn the page. I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really. It didn't. It didn't look see, like. But it usually they doubles. have. Yeah, a lot, a lot more than what we do. We, we have climbed a little bit. Okay. Um, you, you, we're at about thirty-two, thirty-three. So we've okay. climbed a little bit.
0: Well, that that's good, and I guess as school starts and kids come in there and decide. Well, really- it does,
3: and it's not what we like, and it's not what we want. Um, but the players made the decision. We had a couple players, and I said, it's not what I do, but if they want you, you know, they're the ones that did all the summer stuff. So at that point, I let the players make a decision so they can't say anything. Um, But there's some young kids, and and they need to learn, so if they want to play, they need to come on out and be able to get experience now.
0: Well, and, and there's nothing quite like being on the scout team to learn, how to play the game? Yeah, and we don't, you know, we don't
3: line up and just see and bully the the younger guys. They just need to give us a look. Um, you know, we try to be very in practice. We're, we're, we're kind of trying to get things done without trying to, you know. People talk about getting people hurt. Most injuries are non-contact. You know, knees, ankles, stuff like that. So, but still, we're trying to just get things done, and you can't go to full speed. You just can't.
0: With with the turf that you have at Purtle Field, you've got a little practice area that's grass off to the side. I know your linemen did a lot of work on that. You don't want those guys pounded on that turf all day and then having to play on it too. No, we right? got
3: our we got a <clears throat> couple of one man sleds we tackle. We got another big machine that we tackle. So we do a lot of stuff there, but we also have a three man sled that's made for the turf that we keep that on there. <clears throat> we have not been down to the grass. And we talked about it because our first two games were on Grassway, but we decided, you know what, it's just, this is where we, you know, get the best work done. So uh, fortunately this week it's been very pleasant. Uh, last week was miserable. You know, we were practicing at night. Like last week, see, I was practicing at this time. Yeah. Here. So this week's been very uh, pleasant and uh, feels good. Last week was
0: miserable. it, it it's, it sounds like you like this bunch that you've got, but this seems like this is a, a good bunch to coach. You know, I do.
3: And, I look, I'm not – last year was a great year. It was a great group. They overachieved a lot of things. <clears throat> we wasn't picked to do what we did. We beat the four best teams, I felt like, in the last four games. There was nobody out there that we didn't meet. <clears throat> but I still struggled knowing that our numbers were going to be down and I let it affect me physically and everything. My wife can tell you. Um, and after the season, I, I enjoyed it, but I let that take away a lot of the joy of that. And just, you know, it, it ate me up. And, you know, the like, kid, what are we going to do? Yeah. I gonna- mean, how are we going to do this? How are we going to, you know, line up a scout team. How are we going to have depth? And, you know, and, and you know, we were able to talk to some kids, like D Boone, who's a baseball, basketball guy, a, a great athlete, came out and played. You know, had and a he great came,
0: catch in that DCA
3: game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these that you just I, – I, if I got on the field and get beat with my best players, okay, that's off. But that was something I felt like in football, you know, numbers can be starting to be an issue because guess what? It's hard. yeah. Not everybody can play football. I mean, they'll do other sports when it's not hard, but, you know, going out there in pants, going out there in the heat, going out there and doing the things, you, you got a lot of kids that just don't want to do that anymore. Um, they stay in the house more now. They, you know, they, they don't want to go through the summer. So, you know, that really <clears throat> bothered me. And then we were able to, uh, um, our younger ones grew up a little bit and, and surprised us and was ready quicker than we thought. Um, I just think that, um, I guess it shows to not worry as much, you know, not that, I'm not saying that we're,
0: but we're a lot better than where I thought we would be. Fair enough. You got Columbia Academy coming in Friday night, 7.30 kickoff at Purtle Field. Ought to be a good game. John, best of luck to you. Thanks for the visit. Okay. All right, thank you. John McNeil, head coach at Friendship Christian, as we roll through our week three of Coaches Night Out at Town Square Social. Thanks to Kyle and Cody. Thanks to Hunter for uh, taking care of all of our coaches here tonight. We'll be back with you next week, same time, same place. I'm Tommy Bryan. I'll talk to you later.